trying to find other instances where they use the the title of the movie as like a line in the movie. Oh, I feel like that happens a lot. Right? Yeah. But why am I having such a hard time thinking of all of them right now? Cuz it's bedtime. It is bedtime. Um I mean, I know it happens a lot because we always say roll credits truly was a Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> Roll credits. Oh, goodness. Uh, how would you rank the use of the movie title in this movie? Oh, my gosh. Don't play a drinking game for how many times they say it. I'll tell you that much right now. No, 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 no. I'm talking about at the beginning when she oh. says, I'll have my revenge. And, and Death Stalker too. Oh, that was amazing. That, that might be my favorite. That was really good. I was thinking about that. That was my favorite part of rewatching it earlier. Oh, and then everything else I hated. That was amazing. Worth. I guess I should introduce the podcast. Because I just want to talk about everything with you right now. Because it was so good. Debatable. What? I enjoyed it. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh my god. Well, you didn't have to watch it a second time. I wanted to watch it a second time. I wanted to. I yeah, wanted to I did like too, leave work and watch it again. But then I did watch, watch it, it a second time. <laughs> I'm going to watch it a second time for fun. All right. I want you to watch it for a second time after this podcast. Okay. All of it. I want to. I thought it was so good. <laughs> Welcome to Bad Movie Date Night. The only podcast with a husband and wife watching bad movies on a date night and sharing their thoughts and opinions with you, the audience. I am Nigel from AJourneyIntoFilm.com. Oh my gosh, stop yelling. Coming at you live from inside a closet again. And I have Caitlin with me, my beautiful, sleepy wife. (laughs) Not sleepy. I'm wide awake for this podcast, ready to go. Yeah, we're going to kill it. Nailed it. Maybe maybe we are going to get lucky and we're going to enter that weird place between tired and awake. <laughs> Slap happy, as some call it. Mm-hmm, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Did I really reach a slap happy state? I, I feel like I reach tired, cranky, and sassy. sassy and and I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. So this week, we're talking about Death Stalker 2. Patience Revenge. Actually, the subtitle of this movie is Death Stalker 2, Duel of the Titans. Titans? Caitlin, how many Titans what were titans in this movie? What Titans were in this movie? <laughs> Wait, what is a Titan? The Titans were the things in Greek mythology that came before the gods. Like Zeus and stuff. Those were Titans? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember, that was like a whole thing. Wasn't it Hercules? Like, that was a whole thing. Like, Hades wanted to release the Titans. I want to watch that movie again. That was like my jam growing up. You liked Hercules? Yeah, I loved Hercules. I liked the gargoyles. Yeah, they were fun. Yeah. But um, I kind of thought Esmeralda was a bee, so. 
That's Esmeralda my... is from Hunchback of Notre Dame. Mm, you're right. You're right. I'm thinking of Hunchback of Notre Dame right now. Are there gargoyles and uh, Hercules too? There are kind of little gargoyle things. Oh, see, I, I was thinking of Hunchback. I think I only watched Hercules like maybe one time. I don't even know if I watched all of it. We should watch it again. But I'd watch on it with Disney you. Plus. Did you like Hunchback? I don't remember Hunchback. As I didn't much. really like it. It was kind of a sad story about this kid who just like. I mean, I, I know. know the story. I know, but like, it just made me upset. They just. Don't... I just wanted to give him a hug. Yeah. People were so mean to him. I don't they appreciate were. that. They were quite mean. To Message him. to the world: Be nice to everyone. Even those who are monstrous and disfigured. Well, I wouldn't use the word monstrous. I would just say they look different than you. There's nothing wrong with that. Okay. What? Excuse me. You better fix that sentence. So, <laughs> I'm sure that you were asking yourself. <laughs> what are these people talking about? <laughs> oh, I was trying to reel us back in. <laughs> uh, I'm sure you might be asking yourself, Nigel, Caitlin, why did you do Deathstalker 2? Because it's Death amazing. Deathstalker 1... Oh, right. Also has a crappy rating on everything. So does Deathstalker 3 and 4. Yes, there are four of these. Are we going to talk about all four of them? Probably. Who knows? The first two are on Amazon Prime, mm. which is where we watch the second one. So if you want to go watch it, highly recommend you pause this right here and go watch it. But the reason we picked Deathstalker 2 is because I just really wanted to watch that woman say... I'll have my revenge and Deathstalker too. Oh, I wanted to watch Deathstalker too because it was um, directed by the same guy who did Chopping Mall. Yes, our good buddy Jim Winorski. I love him. I want to be his best friend. I <laughs> don't think he has friends. No, I think he's just kind of a slimy individual. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure he views women in the utmost respectful way possible. Based on his IMDb page, I would say you are 100% correct. <laughs> also in this movie, our other buddy from Chopping Mall, John Terleski. Who I'm sure also views women with the utmost respect. I feel like he has a higher chance of respecting women more than John Winorski does. I don't know. He kind of looks like a tool. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. This movie, okay, so John Terleski played Mike in Chopping Mall, which is our favorite bad movie. And he was the first one to die, I believe, in Chopping Mall. He was. Mall. No. Yes. Yeah. Because he went to go get her the cigarettes. He went to go get the cigarettes, and then what's her face? Got her head exploded. Yeah. The best head explosion on TV or best on screen ever. Ever. So he's in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, did not realize that he actually had a career outside of bad movies because he was on Criminal Minds and The Blacklist for several episodes. Yeah. Uh, probably talked about that before. Let's talk about this movie for a second. Mm -hmm. I did not realize this, but this movie was produced by Mr. Roger Corman himself, the most prolific producer working in all of Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah. And you might say, Nigel, who's Roger Corman? Yeah, I wanted to ask. <laughs> <laughs> so Roger Corman, he is 
let's talk about some good things that he did real quick. Mm-hmm. Number one, he discovered Martin Scorsese. Why can't I remember his name? Jack Nicholson, Francis Ford Coppola, and I think a couple other people. Did he really? Pretty much. Uh, hmm. Now, let's talk about the interesting things that Roger Corman did. Not mm-hmm. going to say bad, but interesting. Roger Corman is pretty much famous for shooting movies as cheaply as possible, as quickly as possible. In fact, on several occasions, and this movie is a great example of it, he would reuse the same sets for multiple movies in a row before getting rid of them. Would he also use the same music? Well, I don't know the answer to that. But the same composer who did the music for Chopping Mall did this movie. Which is why that opening little segment has the same opening segment from Chopping Mall. I love it. And then there's that other part at the end. Is it the end credits that do the... The beginning credits, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, um... Right. But, um... We've watched that movie way too many times. It's a great movie. How many times have we watched Chopping Mall since oh, we've do- recorded our podcast on it? Like twice? I don't know. A lot. I don't regret any of them. No. N- nothing. Chopping Mall gets better every time we watch it. Yeah. I don't watch that movie and think like, man, that was a waste of, of time. Yeah. I hope I always feel that way about it. I love it. I feel like that's the movie that we need to show to all of our friends and family when we buy our next house. Yeah. And get our home theater We should have, like, yearly chopping mall viewing parties. We should dress as the characters. I don't know how many characters there really are. There's, like, five of them. We should call everyone babe. Oh, for sure. It would be wonderful. We should just have a Jim Wynorski party. Oh, that's a great idea. I love that idea. That sounds awful. No, that sounds amazing. He doesn't really give a lot of, uh, he doesn't really give women a lot of uh, outfit ideas. That's true. That's true. (laughs) I (laughs) cannot refute that. Uh, so let's, uh. Jump right in. Yeah, let's talk about this movie. Let's talk about, what do I want to talk about first? Yeah, tell me what your initial thoughts are of this movie. I love this movie. I thought it was great. I mean, was the story good? No. Were the costumes good? No. Was the set good? (laughs) Not at all. Did I love it? Every minute of it. I think our audience is going to love all of the sound effects in the background of this podcast. <laughs> so far, your mother has sneezed. Bailey has, uh, like... Served s- up dinner. Yes. Yeah, spanked a spoon on the dish. I feel your like dad we- is grinding coffee. I feel like this podcast should transition to ASMR now. <laughs> Do you hear the coffee in the background? That's your morning coffee. Fresh ground beans. Water temperature at 195 degrees. It's not going to taste that good. Somehow the coffee tastes different every day. Every day. 
despite using the same beans and the same amount of coffee? Water. The same beans and the same amount of water. Maybe that's why it tastes bad. <laughs> Stop. If anybody thinks that I should do ASMR after this, uh, leave a comment on Facebook. Stop. I can't handle today. These are the things that I'm going to start doing now that I like don't have a job. I'm going to start doing ASMR. Do it. We'll see how far it goes. I don't remember your question anymore. Uh, you were telling us about how you hated everything in this movie, but you loved it. I did. I hated everything, but I loved it. Um, the women's clothes were, like, super inappropriate. Um, the men were, like, super chauvinistic. But, you know, it was a great movie. It was a a gaggle of laughs. (laughs) Ten out of ten. Would watch again. Ten out of ten. Would watch again. Family, fun times all around. Nope. Do not watch this with your family. Yeah. So let's talk about the nudity in this. This movie... Had so much nudity. This movie perhaps had the most nudity I've seen in one of these bad movies to date. I don't disagree. This movie was 60% fighting, 30% nudity, like 10% dialogue slash plot or story. Would you really give it 10%? I'm thinking like 5, 3 to 5%. When I was rewatching it today, you know the wrestling match that just happens in the middle of it? Right. It's 10 minutes long. (laughs) This movie is an hour and 25 minutes, and there's a 10 minute wrestling match. With no talking during it. Like, this is the format of this movie. Hey, I have a quippy one-liner about beating women. Fight. (laughs) Hey, let me flirt with this woman. Fight. Fight. (laughs) Riding a horse. Fight. Skimpy clothing. Fight. (laughs) Oh, how about the scene with the skimpy clothing and the fighting? Are you talking about when the In the bar. Oh, At yeah. At the beginning, yeah. Honestly, when, I, when that came up again, I forgot it was in there. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is a thing. <laughs> sure is. So let's talk about this movie. Let's go through the plot of this movie. I don't know the plot. <laughs> if someone Did were to- you want me to have the plot? Oh, I wrote it down. Okay, good. For once. Is there a plot? Uh, okay, let me ask you this question. Okay. Let's have some fun with this for a second. Okay. If you were to describe the story of this movie, like what happens from beginning to end in a tweet, how would you describe it? There's a seer who's basically a princess who meets a guy. Who? Oh, this is where I get lost. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she like convinces the guy that there's a princess in distress, but I never really understood that part. But she says like there's a princess in distress, and we have to go rescue her. And the two of them go on this adventure to go rescue the princess. But I don't really know who the princess is. Um, to go rescue the princess. And along the way, they get in many fights and discover new people. 
And eventually the princess is saved, question mark? Maybe the real Deathstalker, too, is the friends we made along the way. Yeah. (laughs) I'm pretty sure. But I don't... Well, they did make friends. That whole women nation became their friend. The gorgeous ladies of wrestling. Yeah. Glow. Glow. I just found out what that was yesterday. Yeah, I just found out what that stands for today. No, yesterday. Yeah, you told me yesterday. Yeah. And now the name of that Netflix show makes so much sense. Right. So I don't know what you think the plot was, but that's the best I got. What do you got? All right. So there's this dude. Okay. Here's something that doesn't make sense about this. The beginning of the movie? Well, yes. I don't know what that lady was or why that was happening. Well, okay. So. Here is, I know what the plot of this movie is, so this question isn't very fair. So let's just go through the plot of this movie. All right, tell me the plot. Okay, so there's a pre credit scene, and it's Deathstalker, John Trelesky, and they're looking at this, like, throne thing, and there's this girl with him. We don't know who this girl is. It doesn't really matter who this girl is because she doesn't show up ever again. I know, that's why I was, maybe we should have watched the first one. No, because I don't think she was in the first one. Oh, well. Because he wasn't in the first one. Right. Uh, Oh, so that's something else that we should point out real quick. This movie was supposed to be intentionally funny. Like, the director said, our buddy Jim... funny movie. Our buddy Jim Wynorski said, we should add some humor to the story. Was the first one not funny? The first one's supposed to be very serious. Oh, goodness. Like an action movie. Oh, goodness. He didn't like that the original script was basically a Conan ripoff, so he just rewrote the script with somebody else and made it, like, more funny. But they also kept changing the script, like, every day. Hmm? What do you mean, a Conan ripoff? There's that movie Conan the Barbarian with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, okay, okay. They said it was basically a ripoff of that. All right. I thought you meant Conan O'Brien. Yeah, it was a Conan O'Brien ripoff. What? Maybe. (laughs) On the weekends, Conan O'Brien runs around in a leather vest, saving princesses. I could see it being a skit on his show. Maybe. So, okay. I feel like that's like a missed opportunity with a crossover if he hasn't done that yet. Yes. Like Conan O'Brien or Conan O'Barbarian. Oh, that's so good. Right? Write that to Conan. Make us some money. I should tweet that at him. You should. Dear Conan, have you ever... (laughs) It is a missed opportunity for you to have never done a Conan O'Barbarian sketch. Yes. I bet he has. No, he probably hasn't. You should do that. I don't know. Tell him. We should... Yeah, we should try to do that. Okay. Denzo. All right. right, So this is opening scene. They're looking at this altar thing. There's a thing to steal. It's kind of like Indiana Jones meets Conan the Barbarian. Deathstalker says, is that it? And the girl says, yeah. And then they make out. So right away, this movie's like, this movie's basically at any given moment, like one line away from being softcore porn. Yeah. I mean, at one point, it basically is. is. Right. And it doesn't make any sense. No. Uh, then some guards show up. And he finds them. 
And then this girl, Sultana, played by Tony Naples, who, fun fact, was also in Chopping Mall as one of the... Uh, crap, what are they called? Uh, the pageant girls. Was she really? Yeah. In fact, I think she was the one that said, that had Take the Kids. Oh, man. Uh, man, I'm sad I didn't catch that. Well, I don't feel like a true fan. That? I don't feel like a true fan now. Well, we got, we can go back and watch it. All right, let's do it. It's on Amazon Prime. Chopping Ma? Yeah. All right, let's do it. I don't know why we don't watch it every day now. I Amazon don't Prime. know. We should. So, Sultana, who's in this very classy leopard print bikini, says, I'll have my revenge, and Deathstalker 2. And that's when the titles flash across the scene. Oh, that's probably why I didn't recognize her. Because she's in it for like 10 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, 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 because she's the same girl from the rest of the movie. Not, Not the... Princess She's the CIA. bad girl who wears those like pants with the. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, I know you're talking about. Yeah, so there's this girl Evie. She gets thrown out of the pub, and Deathstalker says, "This is my other favorite line in the movie. Normally, I don't mind if a woman gets a good beating if she deserves it." What? <laughs> <laughs> that was concerning. Right. Yeah. And then he talks about how unfair it is because it's like three guards against this girl. Yeah. So then he fights them. What? There's nothing in this movie that can't be solved with fighting, by the way. Uh, why do you say that? Because normally he doesn't mind if a woman gets a good beating. No. They're trying to show that he's like a bad guy but with like a heart of gold. No, that's not how you do that. Caitlin, at no point in this movie do I think he has a real heart of gold. No. So she claims that she's a seer. Her name's Evie. Is that what they're called? Seers? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're called fortune tellers. Or oracles. Or oracles. I've heard the term seer used before. I don't like it. Yeah, it's not my preferred nomenclature for one who can see the future. No. Uh, she makes some crappy soup. Okay, here's the thing, though. Mm-hmm. She tells people that she's a princess. She's, like, very vocal that she's a princess. And so then she tells Deathstalker this whole, like, oh, there's a princess calling for your help. We yeah, gotta go save her or whatever. I did not understand that. But he, to like, this day, I don't understand. But he, doesn't understand that she's the princess until the end. Yeah, but, like... Yeah, I didn't get it. Clearly. I just didn't get it. Like, why was she saying, like, there's a princess in help? I think she was trying to be coy and, like, trick him into helping her. But, like, why would she think that, like, that would trick him? I don't, it didn't make sense. I don't know. Um, Because he, like, he already had a chance to help her. Before, because, like, when she gets thrown out of the pub and he beats up those bad guys, she then goes into the pub and she's like, look, I need your help. Yeah. And he's like, I'm about to have some moments with these two ladies. Yeah. And and I don't know. Why does he throw the table down and they start a a bar fight? Because... Because she's talking to him, and then one of those guards come up to her and say, like, hey, I thought we threw you out. Oh, And he starts right. to 
beat up that girl again and then Death Sawyer gets mad, which again was confusing because like he just said he didn't mind a good beating. I I just don't know what he wants. And then like, they hide and then the guards find them again. What do the characters want from this movie? I don't What re- does Deathstalker want? Because at some point he says that he's Robin Hood where he gives he takes from the rich to give to the poor, but we never see that. Right, right, right. But there's also he also says the line where he he says that he's in the wealth redistribution business. Right. Where he takes That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. And he keeps it for himself. So he never actually says that he gives his money to to the the poor. poor. You're right. But so he basically apparently the prince of thieves. Right. But then like we never see him actually do that either though. Right. Let's we'll talk about that. So it's just all very confusing. Well, okay, we'll go ahead and talk about it now. So the re- do you remember if I were to ask you, Caitlin, why do they stop in the graveyard? Do you know why? No, I don't. Okay, I figured it out today. Okay. Because he says we need money. What was he gonna do in a graveyard? Dig was, people up? He was gonna do some grave robbing for money. Here's the thing I don't understand. Prior scene, they're getting attacked by all those bandits with right. the crazy names. Right. Why doesn't he just loot their bodies? That right. seems like a significantly well, yeah. Less who of a buries people with money? Rich people. Do they? That's really? why they go to the mausoleum because they're like, oh, I bet you there's a poop ton of gold in there. Oh man, I didn't know that. That's what he says. Okay. And then Jarek shows up and is like, grave robbing is a crime in these parts, and it's a bad thing to do. Jarek is like the worst worst. David Bowie ripoff ever. He does look like David Bowie. It's like he's trying to do his best Goblin King impersonation. I don't like him. I was also confused by him. (laughs) Why was he so mad at the original princess? Why was he cloning people? Oh, yeah, this movie's got clones. Why? Why? So my understanding is that his plan was to make a clone that served him of the princess and put her on the throne. But so he, he had other be people like, be clones. Yeah, 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 because he's like a wizard or something. Yeah, but why would you clone other people? I don't know. I don't. It didn't make sense. But it's fine. It's still a good movie, guys. So how about that outfit that the fake princess wears the first time we oh, see her? Oh, gosh. It's basically like some pasties and like a sheer curtain wrapped around her shoulders. Oh, boy. <sighs> Just have nothing. I mean, I'd rather her have something. Why? Why? I mean, at that point, just have nothing. Oh, boy. You see it later anyway. That's true. Several times. So just be all porn or be nothing. (laughs) There is no in between. Well, eventually, Wynorski's career definitely went that route. Well, he should have just started there. He tried to start there, I think. (laughs) So Jarek, the bad guy, he... And Sultana had this plan to get the princess, the real princess. And, oh, let me talk to you about these these crappy clones that he makes. Apparently, if the real Evie dies, the fake Evie dies. Right. 
They're, like, connected in some way. So, Jarek's like, I got all these assassins. And Sultana's like, uh, I want to kill Deathstalker. I want the D. And D is for Deathstalker. <laughs> and he's like, no, 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 no. I got my homies to get it. Let me list off the list of... The, let me let me give you the names of these assassins. We have Crazy Otto Rheingold, the Mad Prussian. These are all their sex names. I just want to point that out. Ed the Head Shemansky. Oh, yeah. You're telling me no one's named that in porn? Let me also tell you about Ed the Head. He claims that he was on the Genghis Khan strike force, and he was a part-time associate for Attila the Hun. Apparently, the writers for this movie did no research because Genghis Khan was alive from 1162 to 1227, and Attila the Hun was alive from 406 to 453. They were pretty close. There's like a they were pretty six close. to seven hundred year difference. They were on pretty close. <laughs> John the Baptiste Bombasso, Nick the Crippler of Kashmir. And what buddy, does that even mean? I don't know, but they said it, his name goes without explanation. In the well, movie. I need explanation. And there's Buddy Footstool LaRosa, who is a short person. A little offensive. Right. So they attack Deathstalker and Evie with these bomb arrows because they had those back in the day. Probably. And not the most unbelievable thing. Deathstalker's like, clearly they're after something. And she's like, I literally told you that this was gonna be a perilous journey. And he's like, I don't I don't know why this is so difficult. <laughs> yes, you do. She told you. He's a misogynist who doesn't listen to women. Right, because he's just too busy at their outfits. Uh he says like yeah, yeah, I get it. Like witches and ogres and all that stuff, and like she what? There never, was no witches. She never nor ogres. Any of that, right? This movie would have maybe been a lot more interesting with ogres. With yeah, there's like a wizard. I don't know what Jarek is. What does he do? A warlock. I thought he called himself a warlock at one point. Maybe he did. I don't know. So, the one-eyed guy fails. All of his assassins are killed because Deathstalker is amazing. Hence the name Deathstalker. What does that mean? He stalks death? I don't know. I feel like, I honestly feel like someone was like, hey, that's a cool name. Let me write an entire movie around it. <laughs> what era does he live in? Oh, clearly in castle times. Castle times. Sword and sorceries. Do you think that's how women dressed in castle time? Because I think they would have died from frostbite. Bite. They would have literally have died from everything. Yeah, all the diseases. They would have gotten everything inside of them. Yeah. And outside of them. Yeah. He decides he's going to call up Jarek on his eye puddle, which is literally like this tiny little... That thing. was insane. <laughs> You're so loud. I'm sorry. <laughs> That was insane. You don't need to sit too close <laughs> to the microphone. <laughs> That's just where my face is. That was insane, Nigel. The he, way that he called him up on the puddle. He literally went to a puddle and threw a 
money and then got someone on the other end. (laughs) (laughs) What? I will give that movie creative props for that. I have never seen that done before. Right. It should not be done again. No. But it was great for this movie. What was crazier about it? The fact that he threw money in there, like some sort of payphone, (laughs) or the fact that Jarek just happened to be standing there on the other side? Right. How do you know who you're going to get? He didn't dial a number. He didn't. It's like a wishing well. Like you just wish and like the other person pops up. Apparently. What if they're pooping? They better be pooping next to the cauldron. Oh my gosh. And then to That was uh, a great scene. Make it even better, he Jarek stabs him through the puddle. What? Right? How does that work? How do you get stabbed through a puddle Sorcery. puddle? Magics. Warlock no. powers. Nigel. That's where the movie lost me. This is where the movie lost you? Well Yeah. I was gonna say at the wrestling match, but this is where it really started to get cry cry. Yeah. Yeah. Because this is where the zombies show up. So they're like, oh, poop, we need money. I'm going to go rob this mausoleum. Deathstalker goes in by himself. The door shuts because it's a trap. It's a trap. And it's the usual walls with spikes closing in on the hero thing. And then he sees an opening in the begin- in the ceiling, and he just climbs up the spikes and gets out. Right. Meanwhile, Very anticlimactic. Evie's outside with all the zombies just screaming her head off. You remember when we were watching this, and I said, Caitlin, this movie's so dark. Yeah. Like, it was hard to see. Yeah. It was like that Game of Thrones episode everybody was complaining about. Yeah. Because we watched it in the middle of the day, which was our fault. Oh, stupid. No, that's not actually the problem. Oh, okay. Well, what was it? So this movie, they filmed it. At nighttime? They purposefully made this movie darker and like so filmed it at nighttime with a fog sets? machine. No, not so you wouldn't have to look at the sets. To hide the towns that were surrounding where they were filming the movie. That's pretty funny. Because they were in the middle of Argentina. Okay. And all of the zombies were local Argentinians. Okay. Okay. Right? Okay. Um, They run away from the zombies, and then we see fake Evie is listening to a little person play the guitar-looking thing, and the song he's playing is the same as the score for the movie. There's literally only, like, three songs in this entire movie. And she yells at him, and then she eats a kid. That was weird. What? You remember when they take the kid into her, and she's like, I'm gonna eat you? And there's, like, all that screaming, and then she puts his face on the, like, headboard of the bed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that now. Yeah. Yeah. We don't actually see her eat the kid. Right, right. We just see all the smoke come out from under the door. Yeah, and then, like, blood stains right here. Yeah. Yeah. Because she's some kind of vampire thing. Mm Mm-hmm. Clones are vampires in this movie. Clones can be vampires. They can. (laughs) Uh, Deathstalker's still complaining about how hard the difficult... Journey is, and he. When doesn't Deathstalker complain in this movie? When he's throwing out a quippy one-liner. That's accurate. They get lost. They get kidnapped by Glow, and there's a ten-minute r- wrestling scene with him and D. Boer, who is 
known as Queen Kong in the Glow community. And in this movie, she was called Gorgo, and she was literally ginormous. Yeah, she was a large lady. But several of the other women were also from Glow, apparently. So I just called them the Glow Tribe. The Glow Tribe. I like it. It's accurate. Yeah, I'm here for it. Um, He finds out that Evie is a, a, a princess thing. A princess thing. Yeah, she princess is thing. a princess. Okay, but she's also like a thing. Okay. Maybe she's the clone. Maybe. We don't know. Jarek conveniently shows. Maybe she's the clone and was like nicer. Yeah. We don't know. Maybe this is like a living with myself situation. Right. Jarek is like, hey, look, I made this thing that can like make you not die with clones. And she's very excited. The fake Evie. She drinks the potion. Yeah, so that they're no longer connected, which I don't even know why that was part of the plot in the first place. I have no idea. (laughs) Anticipation. This movie had zero suspense or anticipation. I know. This movie was a doo-doo head, poopy pants movie. (laughs) Um, They're at this, like, after-party thing. Because he saved the day, or he, because he beat the the woman, the Gorgo woman. Right. And uh, he's getting it on with the head of the Glow women. Which was a little rude. It was a little rude, but in hindsight, did he have any chemistry with Evie? No, and he didn't owe her anything, but I just meant rude in the sense of, like, he's on the job. He's on the job, (laughs) so he shouldn't be fornicating. Right. When you're on the job, you don't fornicate. You know what we forgot to talk about? What? We forgot to talk about the bar with all of the naked women. Oh, I well, I brought that up in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's where, like, Sultana goes to meet the one-eyed assassin guy, and there's mm-hmm. women, like, mud wrestling and basically oh, being yeah. molested. That, that was horrible. I forgot. It was pretty bad. That was, yeah. That only happened in that one scene. Was basically rape, and I was like, "This is not okay." Was that the same scene where the woman was dancing topless, and they said, and like the fight broke out, and she just kept dancing? No, that was the first scene, the very first oh, scene. Oh yeah, yeah. There's a scene where a woman is topless; <laughs> she just keeps dancing through the fight. Like dance it's her through only it. Just job. dance through it. Just dance through it. You'll be. It's gonna be fine. <laughs> <laughs> this probably is happened on the regular. Yeah, I imagine it probably did. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, Sultana kidnaps Evie, and then Deathstalker saves her, and he kills Sultana. Oh, but yeah. But then almost immediately, Jarek brings Sultana back to life via a rave and sex. Yes, and then the clone sees them kissing. And she's upset. Yes. But that doesn't really go anywhere. No, it doesn't. There's a lot of things that, now that we're talking about this, I'm realizing had zero payoff. Yeah. And I don't know where they... It was a bad story. This movie was not good. Right. And the thing is, like, okay, so you know how we're always talking about how some of these movies, people say, oh, it's like a comedy. It's like a horror comedy. But you're like, I'm pretty sure it's just a bad movie. Right. This is the first time the movie was trying to be intentionally funny. But I could tell, like, it just fell flat. Yes. Like, it was bad on top of that. Right. They did not know what they were doing. No. But I loved it. I 
I feel like we're going to strongly disagree where this should go on our bad movie date night Yeah, list. I'm kind of like holding off on that as long as possible. <laughs> so then Deathstalker and Evie sneak into the castle. And Jared gives them this whole spiel about how they could have just walked through the front door, which, I mean, he's not wrong. She is the princess. True. They definitely did not think that through. Um, Evie is captured and almost raped. And saved by Glow community ladies. And then there's like a massage. And she tries to convince the leader of the Glow women to come help them fight Jarek. And they defeat Jarek. And they defeat... How do they defeat him? Oh, that's right, because you also fell asleep. I fell asleep. The first time we watched this. Mm -hmm. So I'm getting there. So Deathstalker gets kidnapped by Sultana, and she's like, ha-ha, I have my revenge. And he sa- he literally says to her, did you ever think about joining our side? Which, at this point, we don't know what she wants other than to kill Deathstalker. I feel like we had to watch the first one well, to get that. Right. I mean, the only thing I remember is that she wanted to rule next to... Jarek. Jarek's side. Instead of fake Evie. Right. Yay. She tells him that there's no money in it. And I thought... Well, she was very money motivated, though. Right, but we know from the beginning that he is also money motivated. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I don't know why... But does she know that he's money motivated? Yeah, because he's supposedly the Prince of Thieves. right. And he steals money for himself. Right, right, right. So, yes, there's money in it. Right. Yeah. Stupid argument. Yeah, yeah. And then, what else was I thinking? I don't, I don't know. Then fake Evie is like, hey, I want to see Deathstalker. And then there's like these pig people. Remember that scene where that pig guy eats himself? That was weird. Yeah. Fun fact. I found out that that was taken, like they reused that footage from the first one. That's why. Why do they need to add more to this movie? I don't know. I'm just trying to figure out why there were pig people. I don't know. We should watch the first one and find out. Maybe it'll never be explained. Or we could watch the first one and find out. Well, we can watch the first one. It's just going to be a while. Okay. Well, let's do it. We have all of our movies through December. I want to watch it for fun. I don't want to watch it for fun. <laughs> we could watch it and record it and have it for later. Yeah, I guess that's true. So she's talking to Deathstalker, and she straight up tells him, I want Love to you. eat you. Nope. <laughs> 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 yep, she says, I want to eat you. <laughs> That's right. And then she starts making out with him. So apparently eating him looks like sex. So it was right. She did love him. To eat him. She loved to eat him. Uh, in my note, I thought this was kind of funny. I wrote, this is, I meant to say this is where the softcore porn comes in, but it autocorrected to this is where the software porn comes <laughs> in. <laughs> Your computer computer is now contaminated. Pretty much. 
And honestly, like, this scene also goes on for, like, ten minutes. Oh, my god! It's just ten minutes of her naked. So we him. really only have an hour of movie. There's literally only an hour and five minutes of anything oh. else in this movie. And then she's like, ha-ha, I got you now. And he looks like he's going to throw up or something. Okay. It's very convincing. Baby. Maybe he should not just, like, have sex with every woman that he sees and he wouldn't end up in these predicaments. This is true because he almost got married to that glow woman. Right. Because she was like, oh, we're going to hook up, so therefore we're married now. Right. Right. At least she had her priorities straight. Semi-straight, yes. Yeah. Uh, Evie beats her over the head and saves the day. And he said, where'd you come from? And she goes, this is my castle. I know where all the secret passages are. You sound just like her, and I'm not even exaggerating. I'm shocked that we haven't talked about how she just shouts this entire thing. Everything. Like I'm doing. This is an ASMR. You don't have to be that quiet. I don't know how to talk anymore. <laughs> she just shouts the whole time. Yeah. But weirdly, it works better for evil Evie than it does for real Evie. Right, because the evil Evie is supposed to be like a horrible person. Right. You know, she's like, give me my tiara. I'm a princess. So you're the prince of thieves, huh? <laughs> Yeah, like, have you ever thought about marrying a princess? <laughs> yeah, you can't have a normal conversation with normal Evie. No. Because she's just constantly yelling at you. And this is why uh, Monique Gabriel was not in anything else that wasn't appropriate enough to mention on this podcast. Yeah, that's accurate. That's accurate. Okay. I know that like you fell asleep during this. Only, oh, no, but, not that much, actually, now that we're talking about it. Well, I'm super disappointed that the first time we watched it, I fell asleep through the part where she does, like, the Scooby-Doo thing, where she's, I don't know what she was looking for, but she would, like, go through one doorway and then come out oh, another yeah. doorway and, like, ooh, 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 where, ooh, where am I? And I'm oh, like, this no. is your castle. Are you lost? What are you looking for? It's not like she grew up there, Nigel. Caitlin, she did grow up there. I know. I know. She did grow up there. I know. She's dumb. I know. None of these girls are really smart in the movie, so that's problematic. Yeah. Uh, Then she fights herself, and it's over in two seconds. I know. The shortest scene in the movie. Shortest fight in the movie, I mean. Well, if they didn't give so much time for sex and wrestling, that fight could have been a lot longer. But what's more important? Sex and wrestling. Right. Right. Not her... Priorities. Battling her evil clone. Which is literally what the whole movie is focused on. But, you know, priorities. But is it what the movie was focused on? I think. I think if I had to say this was, like, the main point of the movie, I would. I don't think that was the main point of the movie. Well, then, golly, I don't know what the main <laughs> point was. Um... And then the glow girls show up, and they fight the guards, and then uh, Deathstalker goes to fight Jarek. And fun fact about that fight, John Valeski did all of the choreograph. Okay. And it ends with him catching Jarek's sword, 
breaking it with his fist, and then stabbing Jarek in the neck. And then Deathstalker and Evie live happily ever after. That's right. Because she doesn't have any money to give him, so she says, you can marry me instead. And he says, okay. Yeah, he's we super know, into that. We know this guy was not into marriage the whole movie. Yeah. But now all of a sudden he's like, all right, all right, I'll marry this girl. All right, yeah, I can. Uh, we can make this work. Yeah, that marriage is not going to last. No. So, uh, that answers our question if that couple's going to last. Nope. Because they will, he will most definitely cheat on her mm-hmm. until she kills him. With that 100%. annoying yelling, he might actually kill himself. Yeah. Don't be naggers. I feel like I complain about girls a lot. I just don't get why they're naggy, but it's, no, whatever. Yeah, you don't want to spend this podcast complaining about women. I'm trying to be nice. Well, I feel like women got the short end of the stick. No, in this I agree. One. I agree. I agree. They were treated horribly in this film. Like, basically treated like dirt and deserved a lot better. Yeah. But also, like, don't be naggy because it's annoying. <laughs> so, you know, that's my input. So, uh, how would you improve this movie? Nigel, I don't want to answer that question. You have to answer that question. This is, like, your question every week. I know, but, like, there is nothing. Throw it away. I mean, there's no, I mean, I, I, there's nothing you can do. Like, what on earth would you even start with? A cohesive plot? Deathstalker. I don't even know, man. I don't even know. I guess I need to see the franchise before I could really improve. Because I don't really know who Deathstalker is. And I really want to know, like, who he is as a person. (laughs) What does he feel? What are his motivations? How was he born? How did he live? How was he born? Yeah, like, was he born to a rich family, poor family? Oh, I thought you were wondering, like, did did his mom have a C-section? Is he an alien? Maybe. Yeah, maybe Deathstalker is a normal name on his planet. Maybe. Maybe. We don't know. The only way to improve this movie is to not watch it. (laughs) And... I guess you could turn it into, like, some type of Robin Hood Men in Tights spoof. I think he was trying too hard to make Robin Hood Men in Tights. But, like, with Conan the Barbarian. I almost said Conan (laughs) (laughs) O'Brien. All right. Here's the first thing you need to do. Cast Conan O'Brien in this movie (laughs) as Jarek. Okay. Done. So... Here's what I was thinking. Okay. Get rid of the clone. Yeah. So, here's what here's what we do. Bad guy takes over. It's a tale as old as time. Tale He's like, as old as "Hey, time. guard people, you work for me now." Whoop, we threw the, the princess beast. out. Okay, you follow. Princess is like, "Hey, Deathstalker, you seem like a guy I could pay <gasps> Ooh, to." Okay. 
get me back into my castle and kill this guy. I'll do that. And he says, well, I like money, but you're also kind of cute, so I guess I'll do that. As long as you don't yell at me the whole time. And then Jarek is like, whoa, 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 whoa. I didn't know Deathstalker was going to be involved. Let me call up my sister, Sultana. No. Plot twist. Yeah. And then they're like, we got to stop these people together. And I think he should only use zombies throughout the entire movie. Yeah. Like all of the bad He could have control over the dead. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's his power. Yeah. That's good. I like that. I feel like you're about to blow my mind with something else. No. (laughs) But I did just think, what if this movie was Beauty and the Beast? But like... (laughs) (laughs) But like, but like real life. So like, basically what happens is... Okay. Basically what happens is, Deathstalker, born to a poor family... Tries to make a living in this cruel world. Okay, so he tries to make a living in the cruel world. And this princess, oh, I've had a good my whole life. Everything's perfect. la ti da ti da Gets lost in the woods one day. Gets trapped by Jarek. And casts her into an evil, ugly seer. And she must find true love. To break the spell of being this ugly seer and get back to her castle and rule her people because Jarek has taken over and started turning them into pumpkins. So I think that's pretty good. Do you think that (laughs) (laughs) we're just going to move on from that one? Uh, Do you think that she was faking being a seer the whole time? Yeah, she said that. I think he might have been asleep. She said that. Oh, she did? Yeah, she said, um, like, he said something like, are you a seer? Or, like, were you lying about being a seer? Or, I don't know. He said she something said that like, she was, like, kind of a seer, though. He, no, she said, like, basically she said, like, I've been bad at it my whole life. So, like, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, so no. Oh, okay. That- like, you can't say... <laughs> You can't say, I'm a professional skier, but I've just been bad at it my whole life. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> She's also a skier? No. I'm just, like, comparing it. Like, I can't go around saying, like, I'm a professional skier. I'm just really bad at it. <laughs> That's basically what she was doing. Oh, uh, I'm a okay. skier. I'm just bad at it. So you're not a skier. What if she was a skier? <laughs> What if, like, that was her special talent? Like, it would get her nowhere in this movie. Like, I'm a, ski- I'm a skier. And everybody's like, what's a skier? <laughs> <laughs> it would literally get her nowhere in this movie. This movie has, like, sand and... Tombstones. Tombstones <laughs> and rocks. Yeah, you're not wrong. Those are all things that are in this movie. <laughs> No, is not one of them. I mean, how on earth would you improve this movie, Nigel? I just told you how I'd improve this movie. It's bad. I don't like it. It was perfect. No. Was, this is like the first time I've ever contributed anything worthwhile to this. And it wasn't good. Um. <laughs> <laughs> All right, new plan. There's new a planet plan. of ants. 
<laughs> I love it. <laughs> I think that he should be an alien, though. I, think, I, I do think Deathstalker should be an alien. Okay, better question. Would this movie be improved if it was animated? Mm, maybe. And they were all cat Ooh. people. What? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Tell me more. That's just oh, it. It's animated. It. They're cat people. Actually, it's Thundercats. <laughs> <laughs> the whole movie is Thundercats. <laughs> Don't you think it would be better, though, if Deathstalker was an alien? It would, like, explain his powers. He doesn't have any powers. <laughs> he, he beats up people. Okay, that's like half the people in this movie. Yeah, but like I'd get rid of them. Maybe his think. superpower is like not raping women. Because <laughs> everyone else in this movie did. Everybody in this movie is like. Well, how many guys rapey. really were in this movie? Like really in the movie? Two. I mean, once the once the glow showed up, there were not a lot of mo- men in this movie. No. So, like, was it trying to be women empowerment? I think they were making a statement. I just don't know if that's the statement that they necessarily made. Maybe it should be a movie about women empowerment. And, like, these women rule this planet called, like, Womenista? I don't know. Women women mania? Maybe women mania. the real Death Stalker is the princess. What? I don't know. What are you saying? <laughs> no, so I was thinking, like, the women own the planet. Yeah. And desktop. It's a whole planet? Yeah, they okay. own the whole planet. So is, like, he from Earth? Yeah, and he's from Earth, and he comes to this, like, culture. Okay, and he's, so like, it's like an army of darkness situation. I've never seen that, so I don't know. But he's in, like, culture shock. Like, what are all these women doing? And so then it's about him learning the ways of the women and, like, that they're strong. Because, like, he comes from, like, a planet where, like, they are beaten and this they are raped. This is literally like that Rick and Morty episode. Which one? The one with the sex bot and then Morty has the adopted alien son and they go to the planet and the women are the ruling class and all of the men. Oh, they yeah. just, like, throw them out into the wasteland because they yeah. hate men. But I but in my planet there's no men. There's just all, all women. Okay. And then and he then learns the plot their twist ways. Is they have all the men living underground. No, there's no mind. plot twist in my movie. It's just a movie about Why women. can't there be a plot twist? Uh, I don't want one in this one. Unacceptable. <laughs> I know how to improve it. Just make it a porno and boom. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> that's the only way. I I don't think that would necessarily improve it, but I feel like <laughs> it would be more of the movie it was trying to be. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's all I got for you. Deathstalker sexes his way across <laughs> the land <laughs> to the castle, and he defeats people with his mighty sword. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I hope nobody listens to this podcast. Oh my gosh. This is, we should never watch a movie like this ever again. I, I know I want to watch all of them. Okay. I want to watch all the Deathstalkers. Okay. I want on. to watch all the movies that Hold this on. guy made. Hold what? On. Which movie is hornier? <laughs> this movie or Prom Night 2? This movie. Really? Yeah. 
even though Prom Night 2 is like kind of creepy and rapey, well, this movie's rapey too. Yeah. But like. Yeah. And at least the people in Prom Night were wearing clothes. Yeah, but Prom Night was also kind of like incesty but at too. At least they were wearing clothes. And there was that horse that did the like. Oh, God, that was so <laughs> creepy. That was. That was horrifying. Okay, we've literally watched too many of these movies. I don't think so. I feel like we watched an adequate amount. <laughs> it's literally our job to watch Kaylee, these movies. Tell me where you want to put this on the ranking. List. I personally think it deserves to be under Terror Vision. Terror Are you kidding me? <laughs> there is <laughs> no <laughs> way that you can <laughs> convince me this movie should go above <laughs> Plan 9 from Outer Space. You want to put it under Troll Tale? No. I don't want it to go above Plan 9 from oh, Outer no. Space. Oh, no. If I had it my way, I would not this watch would Plan go, Nine. like, below the Garbage Pail Kids. You wouldn't watch this movie again? I would never. I never want to watch this movie ever oh, again. Oh, man. Maybe I should have watched it today. I really like should have. Um. Terror that's a great movie. Was that movie hornier? That was a pretty horny movie. Yeah. I got you on pickle now, didn't I? No. Deathstalker is probably the worst. You think so? Oh, yeah. Because, okay. So, like, like, okay. Prom Night 2 and Terrorvision, there's lots of, like, sexual-related jokes and things that happen but like I said this movie was like two seconds away from softcore porn at any given point in time yeah yeah that's a fair point the other two it was like haha like parents are swingers or like oh the girl kissed her dad and it was very uncomfortable that was uncomfortable would you watch the battlefield earth before this movie? No. All right, I'll put it there then. Okay, so this is going below Plan 9, and it's pushing Battlefield Earth and everything below that down. Yeah. I am fine with that. Okay. I'm compromising, but it's fine. That's, that's what date nights are all about. Compromise. Compromise. We need to watch our movie on time this week. Yeah. I'm sorry that this episode is late if you've listened up until this point. If you got tired of us talking about horny movies, then I'm sorry. <laughs> Caitlin, finish, say something to finish this off before I go into my spiel. Well, you know, I had a good day night watching this with you. It was actually very enjoyable. It was. Get some drinks. Get snuggle some up movies. with the dogs. Yeah. Watch a movie. I'd recommend you checking out this movie if you would like to just have fun. Like, it is worth watching at least once. I will say that. You know, settle in, not... get some snacks. Just be like, I just really want to stay home tonight and spend time with my significant other. You know, you get some snacks, you get some drinks, you get your dogs or your cats, and you just say, let's watch this bad movie. Yeah. It's great. And just to clarify, like, there isn't any more nudity in this movie than any other rated R movie. No, 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 no. It's just that I feel like it we wanted. made it sound like people were just naked nonstop, but that's not really. No, the case. it was only a couple scenes. Yeah, 
It was a, according to IMDb, a moderate amount of sex and nudity. All right, we're going to get you into bed. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Bad What's Movie Day week? Night. Uh, next week, I'm so excited. We're watching Thanksgiving. Yes. To celebrate Thanksgiving. Yes. Let's do it. And that movie is available on Amazon Prime. So, watch in advance. Be prepared for this podcast. Absolutely. It's Thanksgiving time or Thanksgiving time if you have to spend it with my family. All right. Thank you for watching. Or thank you for watching. Oh my gosh, it's time to go to bed. Thank you for listening to Bad Movie Date Night. <laughs> I don't remember what else I was going to say. You know what? Hit the subscribe button so you never miss out on another episode. And I would strongly urge you to go to Facebook and hit that like button so you never miss out on another post, so you never miss out on another podcast or a journey into film post. And you know what? Word on the street is there's going to be a contest in a couple weeks for some free stuff. I'm going to win. You're not going to win. Because we have to give away the stuff. <laughs> but I want it. I'll just buy you one. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, we're going to be giving away some free stuff. Like a t-shirt. Or maybe a hoodie. I don't know. You want a sticker? We'll give you a sticker. We I haven't figured a, out how everything's going to go yet. I want a hoodie. Okay. We'll get there. Okay. So, I'm not saying that there is going to be a contest, but there's a high chance that there's going to be a contest to win some free stuff. So, uh, tell all of your movie-loving friends to like us on Facebook so that they get to join in on all the fun. And, uh, you know what? That's all I have to say, actually. Good night.